Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Tracy Sandler Show. It is officially week one of the 2022 NFL season, and I am so excited to be joined today by CBS Sports' Jonathan Jones, who I've been seeing for years of 49ers practice. We've become friends. We are colleagues. And I'm so happy to have you on the show. Welcome, Jonathan. Well, I'm very happy to be on here. Yeah, we've been crossing paths for several years now out at, uh, at Levi's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so very happy that we could make this virtual uh, finally. Exactly. We live in a virtual world. And so it works. So as I mentioned, for anybody living under a rock, it is week one of the 2022 NFL season. We have finally made it. We've been talking about it pretty much since after the Super Bowl last February. And now here we are. So I'm going to, I'm not going to say put you on the spot because that feels very intense and a little bit dramatic. But I thought it might be fun to just talk through the divisions, who we think the division winners are going to be. Today, we're recording on Tuesday, September 6th. So, of course, everything we say will make no sense in a few months. Uh, And maybe who you think the biggest surprises are going to be, teams that may shock people. And then Super Bowl prediction, because that's just, again, super fun to do in September. So, we'll start in the AFC. In the AFC East, who do you see coming out as the winner? Yeah, this one, Tracy, is actually probably one of the easier ones Mm -hmm. for me. Um, you, you got to go Buffalo, right? You, you just do. Right. And yeah, there are uh, some changes there. Brian Dable, no longer the offensive coordinator. Okay. But uh, I believe in Josh Allen. I believe in Sean McDermott. Certainly believe in general manager, Brandon Bean, that if something goes wrong during the season, uh, as, uh, tends to happen every now and then the bills are Run? going to Things get go wrong it. The season? I know, I know they're going to be able to get it figured out. And frankly, it's, it's also, a commentary on the rest of the division, right? Like the mm-hmm. Jets can improve this year. They, they, there's one way to go for the New York Jets. Um, you know, the Patriots, I, I have my doubts about the Patriots right now. And the Miami Dolphins, they can be good and they can be a playoff team, but I don't think that they are competing with the Buffalo Bills for that division crown necessarily. I'm not sure anyone's competing with the Buffalo Bills generally, but we can get to that. Let's do the AFC North. That's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, that's a, I guess there was a pause. Be like, oh, see, and that's funny. I went north because I was like, West feels even tougher. Right. But so I went north, but now I feel like maybe I should have gone west. You know what? Th- this is a really hard one because I think that Lamar Jackson is primed for another MVP-like year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't see him uh, dealing with the injuries that he dealt with last year. And I think the defense is much better. You know, they had just a number of position catastrophes last year, the Baltimore Ravens did. Mm-hmm. Look at the Cincinnati Bengals. And they just had, listen, you got to be a little bit lucky to mm-hmm. make it to the Super Bowl, right? But right. They, they won in spite of their offensive line. They got very fortunate in the special teams game last season. And there's another year of film out there on Joe Burrow and on his wide receivers. I talked with Jamar Chase. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, who said, yeah, I'm already anticipating that I'm going to get doubled up a lot more, that teams mm-hmm. are going to play us differently. And so, you know, you look at those teams, and and that's not even talking about the Cleveland Browns, whom I don't believe enough in Jacoby Brissett over the course of 11 games mm-hmm. to keep them afloat where they need to be when Deshaun Watson finally gets there. Um, 
And then, of course, the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think it's really a matter of if, or excuse me, when, not if, on when Kenny Pickett is ultimately going to take over. And so if I look at this, I have to pick one. I, it, for me, it's between the Ravens and the Bengals. Uh, and very fortunately, you know, we're, we're going to see both those teams be tested early on this year. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live embedding, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Lamar Jackson, and this is a little bit of an aside, but he's such an interesting player to me because to me, he's such an incredible quarterback. He's such an incredible athlete, such a talent. And I know Twitter is not a real place, but I he just gets so much black. And it does feel that he's a very underrated quarterback because I think what he does is really incredible. And so if you would just speak, I know that we're going a little off topic, but if you could just speak briefly to that, because when we talk about the Joe Burrows and we're going to talk about Patrick Mahomes and uh, Mahomes and Justin Herbert, you know, Lamar Jackson has to be in that conversation. I feel like he isn't always. Yeah. It's weird that he can go be the unanimous NFL MVP and he is a lot of times missing from that conversation. And so Mm -hmm. why is that? Because he is not sort of the, the picturesque quarterback standing there in the pocket uh, and, and delivering those strikes. You know, it's, sort of a highlight reel, sort of a a video game. Like, you know, you talk with players all the time and they're like, hey, I know fast, but this Lamar Jackson dude is faster than any quarterback <laughs> that's frankly ever graced an NFL field for a legitimate amount of time. And so he is different. And I, I think because he's different, because it is unusual, because it is unorthodox that people don't really know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think anything that feels a little unnatural or something that doesn't exactly fit into that box, we as human nature, right? If we're going to have this sociological discussion, we're mm-hmm. going to like push back against it just a little bit. And so I think that Lamar Jackson uh, is a victim of that a lot of times. Now, uh, he can certainly be a victim of a lot worse things in terms of people's perception of him. But I, I do think that well-meaning, well-intentioned folks don't always put him where he should be placed in the hierarchy of NFL quarterbacks just because there isn't that nice cubby hole, that nice little box that we can just throw him into and say, that's where he goes. Mm-hmm. Well, with that, I'm now rooting for the Baltimore Ravens to win the North and go far into the playoffs because I'm on a Lamar Jackson train. All right. AFC South. This is another fun one of sorts. You know, I, I understand that folks really like the Colts. When you look at last mm-hmm. year, the, the seven Pro Bowlers, and they were just missing it from the quarterback position, certainly down the stretch, right? But I'm here to remind you that the Colts, under general manager Chris Ballard, had yet to win the division that year in, year out, is one of the weakest, if not the weakest, in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Tennessee Titans have been a model of consistency that I don't think people pay enough attention to for two reasons. Number one, it's Ryan Tannehill who doesn't, I don't think get really the respect that he deserves around the league. One a to that is the taste that was left in our mouths from that disappointing playoff performance that he Mm -hmm. had. And then two, frankly, the Tennessee Titans don't have that great of 
a franchise history. They're in a small market. They get overlooked a lot. You don't see them on nationally televised games. But when you do see them, they're usually beating better teams or at least teams Mm -hmm. that you think are better. So I still like the Titans. They're the Kings until they get knocked off. And Derrick Henry uh, could well rush for another 2,000 yards. They got Robert Woods. Like They have a really good team there in Tennessee that I don't think people pay that much attention to. And then last but not least, which maybe has become one of the more exciting and fun divisions in football, the AFC West. Will the Chargers ultimately charger or will they power through? What do you see happening? Oh, gosh, they can't wait to to get done chargering, right? Um, I don't know if they're ever going to, but I'm sure they can't wait. <laughs> I, I think I think so with, with Brandon Staley, a, a coach that I very much believe in and a quarterback mm-hmm. and Justin Herbert I believe in. However... This is still the Kansas City Chiefs. I think where we look at the AFC West, everyone talks about how, wow, so the three of four teams really assembled quite the squad, and then the mm-hmm. Chiefs didn't do what everyone else was doing. Well, they didn't do what everyone else was doing because the Chiefs have dominated that division. I was mm-hmm. talking with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid about this last month, where it's like, hey, everybody's talking about what the AFC West, all the firepower that these teams have brought on. If I'm the Chiefs, I'm looking around saying, uh, yeah, it's about time. We're the six-time defending AFC West champions. Mm-hmm. We rarely lose in this division. So, yeah, the Chargers are absolutely going to be right there. The Raiders are certainly going to be right there. And the Broncos are certainly betting on Russell Wilson being the Russell Wilson of the previous nine and a half years, not the more recent mm-hmm. half a season that we saw him with the mallet finger. So, uh, but until the Chiefs show me that they are ready to give up the crown, uh, I'm going with the team that has been to four straight AFC title games that continues to win that division when oh, the entire landscape continues to shift. It's always the Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs right now. Are you on the Justin Herbert MVP trade? I think he absolutely can when you especially look at uh, what they've done along their offensive line. If they can stay healthy at running back, they have some really good pieces uh, at, at wide receiver. And so, and another year in this system for Herbert. So, yeah, I mean, he's probably on my short list, five candidates probably who can be MVP. And who would you say is a team to watch in the AFC that could surprise some people? Yeah, I think. If we're if we're talking AFC, whew, you know, we've hit on a lot. I would say I think the Ravens, and I know that I just talked about the Ravens winning the division, but because the Ravens haven't been able to get over that playoff mm-hmm. hump just yet with Lamar Jackson, I can absolutely see this Ravens team if they can stay healthy, which was their Achilles heel last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have the coaching, they have the special teams. They have the defense and personnel. They have the offense and personnel. And they have a new sort of way of thinking on defense with Mike McDonald, the new defensive coordinator there who's going to mix things up. It's not just going to be Wink Martindale zero blitzing Mm -hmm. all the time. Um, I I think that the Ravens, you know, we saw them get to the playoffs and lose. We saw them get to the playoffs, win, and then lose. I don't see why the Ravens can't get two playoff wins this year. All right, fantastic. Let's move to the NFC. And I know that my listeners specifically are probably like, yes, let's get there. But guys, we're doing NFC West last, so just stay tuned. Uh, we'll start with the NFC East because what an interesting division they always seem to be. And probably no one's beating the Cowboys again. You know... Well, uh, maybe the Eagles. Yeah, when you look at what Howie Roseman has been able to <laughs> do and assemble over there. Now, had you asked me at the start of training camp who would win the NFC East... Uh, the Cowboys were one of the first teams that I went to this year. Mm-hmm. Man, they looked really good out there. And then the injury bug hit them, right? It was right. James Washington. And then it became clear that Michael Gallup is going to take 
uh, a little while. And then Tyron Smith there at left tackle. And, and so they're starting, they're already having a few injuries that you don't want to see mm-hmm. out of that team. But the offense is still going to be able to do uh, what they have done. Uh, and then you look at Micah Parsons, who could be defensive player of the year. But the Eagles, there's not really a weak spot on the mm-hmm. Philadelphia Eagles. This has been, uh, I don't want to call it a flawless offseason and preseason for that front office, but if you compare it to 31 other teams, mm-hmm. it's pretty, pretty good. So right now on paper, uh, the Eagles have to be the team to be, and you believe in Jalen Hurts and his maturation. Uh, they say that he's more accurate out there, and, and he appears to be showing that. So uh, I have to take the Eagles right now in the East. That was my next question with Jalen Hurts, but you answered that. So with that, we can move to the NFC North, which is kind of an interesting one too, but I think we know who's going to win it. Well, do we? Well, I guess, well, it's September 6th. We don't know anything. But, That's right. But we have an idea, but you're right. Please explain. Well, listen, I, I understand that the Green Bay Packers and LaFour and Rodgers with 13 wins in each of the past three seasons but you start looking at the attrition uh, mm-hmm. on the That's offensive true. side of things. When you look at the wide receiving group, how uh, they went out there this year and just kept adding and adding at wide receiver in, uh, and they have a lot of young receivers as well. And so, uh, yeah, there's going to be Alan Lazard, but losing Valdez Scantling uh, doesn't help losing. Obviously Devonte Adams, one no. of the top two <laughs> wide receivers in the NFL uh, doesn't help. And so, uh, you know, look, I, I like, the Minnesota Vikings, I like the ideas that Kevin O'Connell is bringing in there. They've overhauled their roster. Quasi Adolfo Mensa uh, said, listen, we, we don't have to just keep guys around just because mm-hmm. they were drafted uh, 18 months ago. And so I think the Vikings, uh, with this new way of thinking, uh, a sort of breath of fresh air over there, with a, with a pinch of analytics sprinkled in there, I think they absolutely can make some noise. And potentially, it seems like, Tracy, I've been seeing other people pick the Vikings. I've had the Vikings in my head for a little bit. I just want to be clear. This is not other people picking them. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Vikings can win the North. So I was there for joint practices. The Fort Anders did joint practices with the Vikings. And I didn't see much, but I will say this for those joint practices. Brandon Ayuk referred to them as a waste of time. So I think if that says anything, I'll just let that be that. I wouldn't say it was a waste of time, but I don't, I don't know how much we were really going to see in a joint practice, but I did feel like this very much could be a team they beat, you know, in the playoffs. And so we'll see. It would be kind of cool to see some, some purple blood come out of there with a win in the NFC North and mix things up. So we'll see, but if that happens, I'm going to say I heard it here first from Jonathan Jones on September 6, 2022. So you are welcome. All right. The NFC South. Yay. <laughs> I mean, Tom, Tom Brady's still in the division, right? Yeah, um, he's still there. So there's that. And, until he takes a, another 11-day sabbatical, he's he's going to remain there. And so mm-hmm. I understand that a lot of people like what the Saints have to offer. I'll just say, you know, Dennis, this, Sean Payton's not the head coach anymore. No. You know, Jameis Winston, you know, Sean Payton was really able to, to squeeze a lot out of Jameis Winston. And uh, that's not to say that I don't believe that there can't be success with New Orleans this year. I just believe in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and I believe in Todd Bowles. I believe in Tom Brady, the GOAT. And so I've seen other people pick some other teams in the NFC South. The the GOAT's in the division. I'm I'm going with the GOAT. My dog clearly agrees with you. By the way, I just was realizing it's a lot of TVs. You've got Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, and Tom Bowles. Todd Bowles. So there's something 
kind of, it's like TV cubed. I'm just saying they should work on that. As, they should do a TV cubed campaign. You're welcome. Buccaneers. All right, guys, we got to where you guys wanted to go. The NFC West. I left some time for it. We got quarterback drama and there was nothing the San Francisco board. I just love more of the quarterback drama. So we've got that going on in the West. We've got a Matthew Stafford that may or may not have an elbow injury that bothers him throughout the year. You've got Kyler Murray and the Cardinals wanting to show that they can actually finish out a season. And then you have the Seahawks. So with that, what do you see happening here? Well, uh, yeah, the, the Matthew Stafford elbow pain management, I think you rightly point out, is going to be something that we're not just talking about right now and then he's going to go out and play on Thursday and we never talk about again. It certainly seems like this is going to be a narrative that we're going to have to continue monitoring uh, through the at least the first half of the season. And so, but the one thing we know about Matthew Stafford, that dude has always played through pain and yes. he's not going to let on at all uh, to what he's feeling. Ultimately, we're talking about the Rams who are, are really, really good, uh, who are the Super Bowl champs. Might uh, be better. Somehow they may have gotten better. They may have gotten better. And, you know, once we get to week 10, 11, 12, when Odell Beckham Jr. is ready to sign somewhere, you know, they got a place, a, a warm spot there for him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Kyle Shanahan has had the number of Sean McVay in these Rams mm-hmm. uh, for some time now. And so I, I just, Tracy, I, I'm always afraid when you go and, and parachute into a team and you see one day of practice and maybe it was good, maybe it was bad. You don't want to make sweeping and broad generalizations about uh, a team's entire season. I wasn't that impressed with the Niners offense uh, mm-hmm. when I was out there in late July. And then mm-hmm. you watch them in the preseason and uh, you're not all that impressed. But again, it's vanilla offense. Tra- and so I just can't throw my the weight of my support behind a Niners team based only and solely off of uh, my my love and affection for how Kyle Shanahan can run an offense and run a football team. I can't weight that uh, uh, fairly against what the Rams just did this past season and keeping so much of that core together. And so because of that, I'm taking the Rams, even though I reserve the right to say that the Niners can absolutely split with the Rams, if not go 2-0 and against the Rams this year. I've been picking the Niners, if this makes you feel better. Uh, I've been picking them to be a wild card team, a 10 or 11 win team that gets a wild card spot in the playoff. And I think that is because I have full confidence in who Trey Lance will be two, three years from now. And I have confidence that they've made the right decision and having him as their quarterback. But he is essentially a rookie quarterback who is coming in for his first full season of starter behind a very shaky interior of the offensive line. And I think Kyle Shanahan can scheme around that to a point, but there will be ups and downs. And it, I do not believe that they are going to take that opportunity to just throw Jimmy Garoppolo in when they need him. Cause that is going to, that would be so detrimental to Trey Lance, the future of the team. So therefore if it were me and don't get too upset guys, but I, I would pick the Rams not even if it were me, it's me. And so I would pick the Rams as well. Uh, okay. It is me. It is in fact me. And I would pick the Rams as well. All right. Who is your surprise out of the NFC? Surprise out of the NFC. I I mean, I've already surprised you with the Vikings there yeah, in the north. Surprise. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll give you two. Uh, okay. Maybe this is it's tugging at my own heartstrings a little bit. But you look at uh, the Washington Commanders and Ron Rivera. I, I do like some of the pieces. I felt that they gave up too much for Carson Wentz or paying too much of his salary mm-hmm. uh, in order to acquire him. Uh, however, 
you know, Wentz played well last year, minus, you know, the last two games of the season, really. And so if they can get that same Carson Wentz um, and, and the the targets that he has over there, if they can get healthy at tight end, um, there's some potential there for some upsets. And then, look, if the Carolina Panthers, if Matt Rule has adjusted the way that he coaches and how he kind of carries himself around there, as so many people in that building have told me, if Baker Mayfield stays healthy, because when he's healthy, I think that he's a top 13 quarterback in the okay. NFL. Uh, you look at the defense and what they were able to do last year with Phil Snow as the defensive coordinator and JC Horn's going to be healthy this year. You know, this is a team, the Panthers that I, they're, they can compete for a wild card spot. If it, if we enter into December the first and they have at that point, six or seven wins, you know, I think that that, would sound about right for a team that has health at quarterback. Mm -hmm. uh, now they could also have a few losses on yes. their ledger <laughs> uh, after uh, by October the first, but those would be my two teams. All right, fantastic! A Super Bowl prediction, and then we'll send you off on your merry little way. <laughs> you know what? I still haven't I haven't figured out what I'm doing in the NFC, uh, and and fortunately, yes, I have some time. Yes, uh, you do. Uh, I have to I'm, do a video today, a way too early Super Bowl prediction for Fangirl, and the NFC is the bane of my existence right now. You know, but the AFC is the more competitive right. Um, conference, right? All that said, uh, the past couple of years, I have not bet against Patrick Mahomes mm -hmm. and the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, it, it has mostly treated me well. I at least mm -hmm. know that my Super Bowl pick is making it to the AFC title game and mm -hmm. in the Final Four. I'm going to stick with the Chiefs coming out of the AFC. Uh, and uh, if you want to label them my Super Bowl winner, even though I haven't told you who they're going to face, uh, that's fine with me. Maybe you. it doesn't matter who they face. How about that? How about you go with that? They are so good. It does not matter who they face. There you so go. So there's that. Let's just have them face the Rams just because why not? Okay. Fine. All right, great. Well, that's it. You guys don't even have to watch. Enjoy your next several months. Jonathan, please tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, so on Twitter, at jjones9, and then on Sundays, on CBS Sports Network, on that other pregame show uh, in the mornings. And then, of course, flip over to CBS for the NFL Today and that pregame show before uh, kickoff to all of those games. Fantastic, you guys. If you like what you heard, and I know you did, please make sure to leave us a five-star review. Follow us on Instagram at Fangirl Sports Network. We are brought to you by Bet Online, And with that, happy football, everybody. I'll talk to you later. Bye, all. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.